In the past 17 years, Stephen Caps has made every mistake in business you could think of. He's learned the lessons the hard way. Get ready to learn from someone who's been there. Welcome to Pull Up and Thrive. From the brink of bankruptcy to debt-free and thriving, we'll talk about things like mistakes that business owners make that are guaranteed to give you heartburn, overcoming fear, who's running the business anyway. You'll learn, but we'll have some fun along the way. This is Pull Up and Thrive, and now, your host, Stephen Caps. Hello and welcome to episode six. Can you believe it? Episode six already? This is unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. Because just a few months ago, this did not exist. I did not even own a microphone. I mean, how how did this happen? Well, I am so glad that it did, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. But just a real quick tip on how this happened was whenever life gives you COVID, what do you do? Make a podcast. Now, I do not have COVID, but in a world of everything shut down, no one can go anywhere, no one can do anything. So uh, having a podcast was about a three-year goal for me, and I wasn't expecting to be doing this until like 2023. But here we are today because it's all about moving forward. That is what this show is about, helping you move forward in your life and business. So today, I am so excited about the show. So excited, the three myths business owners believe about hiring. This is one of my favorite subjects of 10 or 20 other favorite subjects, but The life and times of being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, and having to deal with people. You know, I've heard the saying that business is easy until people get involved. Found that to be very, very true. So, now, in this episode, we're going to bust some myths. Now, in uh, episode two, we had talked about the seven mistakes business owners make that are guaranteed ways to uh, give you heartburn. And I think hiring the wrong people was like number two or three on that list. So we're going to dive into that today. And I want to say thank you to everyone who is listening, everyone who has shared, subscribed, rated, and reviewed. Thank you so very much. I've gotten tons of messages People saying, great job, I'm listening, I, I, I can't wait until the next episode. Well, you are why I do this. You are what gets me up every morning coming here to record an, another show. And so I'm looking at your faces now in my mind and saying, you have what it takes to do this. I have a question for you. What does a pair of Bluetooth headphones have to do with hiring the right people? That's sort of crazy and out there, but I'm going to get into that here in just a minute. But what are some of the myths that a large majority of business owners and entrepreneurs believe as facts? Have you ever tried something over and over? 
maybe like hiring <laughs> or just anything. This one time, I bought my wife, Sarah, a pair of Bluetooth headphones for her birthday. So as a good husband, I was like, let me pair that to your watch. So I was holding down the button for three seconds, and then I had the Bluetooth on on her phone, but it kept saying headphones not detected or not uh, connected or whatever it says whenever it doesn't connect. But it only has one button. How can I be doing this wrong? So whenever all else fails, what do you do? Go to YouTube. So I looked it up on YouTube, and I was holding down the button for three seconds, and then it was not pairing. In the video, it said, hold down the button for four seconds. And ding, it was paired. So, so close, but yet so far. But I was like, how hard can this be? There is only one button. This should not be this difficult. What more can I do to accomplish this? And I felt the same way trying to hire people because, you know, someone, someone from church refers them or maybe you know them from church or they're a friend of a friend. And so, hey, you know, that has credibility and your friend is like, they're a great guy or a great gal or, and they interview real well. They have great references and they have great skills, but then you hire them and then they just don't work out. You're like, what in the world? Because they have other skills sometimes. Sometimes they tell the truth. They're a great, quote, person, but man, something's just not right. So like those headphones, you you can be so close, but yet so far. Now we're going to tackle the three myths that business owners believe about hiring. Now, stay in, until the end because I'm going to share the 11-step process that we take in hiring people in our custom driveway gate business, TX Gates. TXGates.com. And I've hired more of the wrong people than the right ones. I've hired people at Tractor Supply. You know, I walked in to buy something. They were filling out an application. I was like, oh, hey, you you need a job and I need help. So you're hired. Or someone walks in the door and they need a job. So you hire them on the spot. I've got tons of stories, but I won't bore you with those right now. So number three in our top three myths that we're going to bust about hiring, you need to hire for skill. You hire for skill first, and the rest will work itself out. And wrong. That is incorrect. You hire for culture fit first. Find the person that fits your culture and has the skills that you're looking for, or train them with the skills that you want them to have. Now, I was in a business um, a few days ago. Um, One of the mechanics was talking to a guy in the office. And the guy in the office was saying, I need the VIN number off of a thus and such car. And the mechanic says, you don't need the VIN number. I worked at a GM as head mechanic for five years, and you don't need the VIN number. And the other guy says, I need the VIN number. 
And I'm standing there like, you know, okay, this is sort of uncomfortable. But they're having this argument about the VIN number, and then the mechanic stomps out and goes in the shop. And the guy in the office is frustrated because he didn't get what he needed. Now, this mechanic is probably a really great mechanic. But is that what you want to deal with every day? No, thank you. But you see this a lot in spaces where you have guys or gals in the shop and a, and a guys and gals in the office or a people in the field, people in a dispatch. The conflict and the unhealthy, toxic environment that lots of spaces like that have. Now, I was in property management for five years. I was a service technician. I was not a maintenance guy. I was a service technician. And we had communities, not complexes. People have complexes. Apartments have communities. But anyways, I was, I was in that space for about five years, and it was the same type of unhealthy conflict. You had the maintenance guys and the housekeepers and the painters, and then you had the office. And it was like a war against the two. Because the problem was, in all these different scenarios, they were hiring for skill. Well, we need a painter, so let's hire this guy because he is a skilled painter. Well, he's a but, but he is a good painter. He has an attitude, but he has skills. She doesn't show up, but she has skills. She has all types of personal problems that interfere with every day of her coming to the office, but she's good at what she do. She's good at what she does when she's here. You are not going to win in your life and business when you hire for skill only. So you want to hire for culture fit first. Now I'm going to beat the drum again, which it seemed like on every episode I'm beating this drum, but you hire with your mission statement. And you fire with your mission statement. You hire by the core values and you, and you fire by the core values. Find people who are passionate about your mission, excited about your mission, and have the same core values as you. Some of my personal core values, a whatever-it-takes attitude, having a mind to work, marketplace excellence. Those are a few of my personal core values. So what do you think would happen if I hire someone who does not have a whatever-it-takes attitude, they do not have a marketplace excellence, and they do not have a mind to work, but they have the skill. You see the conflict? It will not work out. That is why so many business owners, so many entrepreneurs are so stressed out. And you have to come to the point to where Hey, I am done. I am so done doing it the way that I've been doing it. It is like me with the headphones. I am holding down that stupid button for three seconds. And no matter how many times I held it down for three seconds, it did not pair to the watch. So I had to look for the instructions. Hold it down for four seconds. Bing. I was just like, this is unbelievable. The same way in hiring, we have to stop doing it how we have been doing it if we want to have the life and business that we want. Hiring by skill is a myth. 
Hire for culture fit. Myth number three, busted. Okay, myth number two. Counting our way down to myth number one. Now, there's probably hundreds of myths, but hey, this is only a 30-minute show. So, all right, here we go. Myth number two. If you want something done right, do it yourself. I hear this all the time. And anytime that you complain about your help to anyone, even if they're not in business, they will say this. Well, yeah, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Here I was four years into business. My wife, Lisa, passes away. And she was working with me in the business. She ran the books and the office. Super strong administrative, super strong. She could uh, do it all. She passes away. What I needed was a self-starter who knew QuickBooks, who knew basic accounting. But honestly, I felt so uncomfortable because I was in such a bad position. But what I should have done was just swallowed my pride and hired the right person. Well, I did not have one. Someone calls and they're looking for directions. So the girl passes a call on to me, which I was upset about that. I was like, don't pass on phone calls about people asking for directions. What I need you to do is give people directions. What I need you to do, and then I said this, true story, whenever I say jump, you say how high. Do you understand me? Oh, not my greatest moment. Not my greatest moment. She left that day and she never came back. And I have never seen her since. So I apologize to you for that. So we get in these positions to where we're so frustrated, so upset that we, that we cannot get the job done by someone else. So we say, forget it. Forget it. I'm done. If you want the job right, do it yourself. We fail at hiring for culture fit. We're starting off on the wrong foot hiring for skill. And then we get in this frustrated position. I hired a friend of a friend. Oh, she'll be perfect. She will do great at the job. She had no skills. She had zero skills and was not a culture fit. So I was 0 for 2. So not good. What she did for a month, every time she would take a card, she would press the credit button and then swipe the card and then enter the amount. Now, this was in our custom gate business, all right? So we're doing jobs that are thousands and thousands of dollars. So whenever she was pressing credit, she was giving the customer a credit on their card. So not only were we not getting the $4,000, but we were giving them $4,000. Oh, my word. But that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, I'm done. If you want it done right, do it yourself. So I did for like four or five years. If you want to strangle your growth, if you want to stunt your growth, if you want to prevent growth, have that attitude. If you want it done right, do it yourself. Because we were stuck in the same spot for a long time.
you need someone with particular skills, find the person that fits your culture and they have the skills. If you want it done right, do it yourself. That is a myth. All right, myth number one. No one wants to work, so it doesn't matter who you hire. It's about a 50-50 shot to, you know, maybe they'll be worth something, maybe not. But anytime that you get two or more business owners together, I mean, it takes like three seconds, and then that may be being very generous. It takes them about three seconds, and they're off to the races. No one wants to work. No one will show up. It doesn't matter how much you pay them. They still don't show up. Well, if they're not showing up and they're not working, no matter the pay, then you're hiring the wrong people. On a side note, every person I, I have ever hired that came back in a month or so asking for, asking for more money, well, if I had X amount per hour, X amount per week, I would be good. I've given them that extra money, and you know what? They were gone in like another week because someone else comes along and offers them like a nickel an hour, and they're gone. Okay, these are not the people that we want on our team. Because we think no one wants to work, we settle for the first person that comes along because it doesn't matter anyways. Because all the good people have jobs or they own their own business. If you're entrepreneurial, if you're a business owner, you are because you're really good at one thing, and that's solving problems. Now, that is good if the problem can be solved, and that's what we try to do with hiring. We, we try to solve the problem of hiring good people. It is not a problem that can be solved. It's a tension to be managed. So let's not try to solve the problem of hiring. Let's manage the tension. Because it does not matter what industry you're in, what the pay scale is, whether it's a minimum wage or a hundred grand a year, good help is hard to find. But they're out there. They are out there. The three myths that we just busted. Uh, Number three, you need to hire for skill. That is a myth. Myth number two, if you want it done right, do it yourself. And myth number one, no one wants to work. Those are busted. Okay, the moment that you've been waiting for, our 11-step process to hiring at our company, TX Gates. I know that sounds crazy. Okay, step number one is that we post it on Facebook. Then if they message us or they are um, interested, then we go and look at their Facebook profile to see, okay, can we tell if this person fits our culture by their posts and the things that they like and the things that they share? So we check that out. If they pass that test, we'll ask them to come by and fill out an application. Whenever they come in to our office, are they clean? Do they smell? Look, this may sound silly, but you're going to be working with this person 2,000 hours a year. So these things are important. Did their mom bring them in 
and ask for ask for the application. Word of wisdom for any parents listening, do not bring your teenage children into a place of business and ask for a job for them. Don't bring your adult children in either asking for a job for them. About 10 years ago, we had a mother and son that would come by every six months asking if we were hiring. This boy smelled to high heaven. I don't know. You feel bad for him, but anyways. All right, step number five. If they pass out the smell test and their application looks decent, follow up on the references. Then step number six, if the references check out, now don't put all of your faith in the references or in a one step. Okay, it's all these steps working together. Okay, step number seven. Call them in for a 30-minute interview. Just a drive-by, try to fill them out, because we've already gone through six, six steps to where we're checking them out every single time. Then number eight, if you, if you like them and they're a potential, we do a personality assessment. We either use the, a DISC assessment or the Enneagram. And I'll drop links in the show notes for uh, both of those. Now, there's no right or wrong personality type. But if you need a detailed person for your accounting, don't hire someone that hates uh, details. So, uh, number nine, if the personality assessment al- aligns with the job that you're hiring for, bring them back in for a more in-depth interview. We use questions from Patrick Alencioni's ideal team player, which I'll drop that in the show notes as well, because we want to hire people who are humble, hungry, and smart. Smart with uh, people. I know it sounds like a lot, but it's worth it to really hammer through this and find the right person. Now, all of these steps can be uh, done over a few days, okay? It isn't like 11 different days or 11 different visits, but we want more than one encounter with this person. So, step number 10, if the job requires skill... Have them come in and do a skills test. Maybe you just need to know where they're at. You know, you like them. You think that they'll be a good culture fit. They have the personality for it. And you really like them. Maybe they're not as advanced as what you would like them to be, but you will know that up front. So number 11, the final interview. Do something unconventional. Take them shopping. Take them out for a walk. Do something just out of the norm, okay? The last guy that we hired, this is in the middle of the toilet paper shortage of 2020. Well, we have a little tiny transit that we use for our uh, service calls. Looking to hire a young a gentleman. If it was a woman, I would have not, not have gone alone with her, but it was a young a gentleman, so we ran to our, to our local a grocery store and went toilet paper shopping. Now, that's out there, I know. It's crazy, I know. We're going to be spending a lot of time with these people, and if they're going to flip out at this, well, I'm glad that we found this out before we hired them. So that sounds like a lot. You can do yours however you want, but that is just how we do it. And we found some very, very good people. Follow these steps. You too can overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, and have the life and business that you want. 
Thank you so much for listening. It really helps us to uh, get the word out. If you would share, subscribe, rate, and review. I'm Stephen Caps, and until next time, you're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. Ain't that the truth? Till next time.